You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is also simple. Rocket can. I can and will be here with you tonight for the next four hours. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm thrilled. I'm happy to be joined here by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And I'm also thrilled and happy that there has been a record broken in the world of sports. Aaron Judge finally did it. A week after hitting number 61, Aaron Judge goes out there and hits home run number 62. Aaron Judge is now the single season record holder in the American League all time, passing Roger Maris's record of 61 in 1961, 61 years ago. Hey, Chef, that's a lot of 61s. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of 61, I'm sure. Maybe maybe Roger Maris did it to the 61st second. Not that that exists, but maybe he did. I have no idea. Absolutely amazing. The New York Yankees playing a doubleheader tonight in Texas against the Rangers. Game one, the Yankees were able to go out there and win. The final score, 5-4. to four. Uh, Aaron Judge, he was one of five earlier tonight. There was worry that Aaron Judge may not get the record. Obviously a doubleheader. The Yankees playing this evening. The final game of the regular season taking place tomorrow. And Judge was running out of time. Right now, the New York Yankees, they're losing. The sixth inning just completed. The Texas Rangers are winning 3-2. to two, But Aaron Judge opened up the game. Let off with a home run to left field. And the guy that caught it, I don't know. He'll probably be approximately a million-plus dollars richer. And congratulations to him. Aaron Judge was taken out of the game. And good for him. He deserves it. Aaron Judge hits home run number 62. Aaron Boone says, have a seat. You're off the rest of the night. And, and, and what else is there for him to do? This man went out there and had all the pressure against him. My brother hit me up tonight. He's like, listen, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm like, man, I hope you're wrong. And he was. Yeah, you were wrong, bro. The fact is Aaron Judge hit number 62. And in the minds and the thoughts of many people, including myself, Aaron Judge, I will recognize him as the home run king. I will take a look at Aaron Judge and say to myself, this man has legitimately cleanly hit more home runs than anyone in Major League Baseball history. Sure, we could take a look at the American League, but we know all the dirty guys, they did it in the National League. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa. But for right now, it's, it's really a celebration of Aaron Judge. And so I am sure, I know, as the show goes on, we will certainly talk about it the minute that the New York Yankees conclude their game tonight against these Texas Rangers. You'll hear the calls. You'll hear John Sterling and what he said. 
Hey, Chef, I'm going to assume I didn't hear the radio call. I assume it was a Judgian blast, right, probably? We'll, 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 we'll let you sit there on that little bit, JR, and uh, use your oh. imagination. Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll be patient. There's, there's, some, there's some judge, uh, you know, metaphors in there. Wow. Okay, well, okay, let's not spoil it. Okay, got it. I'm going to assume there was a judge in. There was an all rise for the record holder, something like that of that nature. Uh, what else does a judge say? They, There's they a certain pound day the, that happens. A certain day? Blank mint day. Oh, my God, judgment <laughs> day. Oh, judgment day is upon us. Oh, my God. Well, don't don't tell me anymore. I did not. Deal. I heard. It's about a minute. This man. There's a lot of judges a, in that. He had a one-minute home run call. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, damn, Aaron Judge, he rounded the bases. He had plenty of time to congratulate his teammates. And, and I guess I was wrong. I, I know in Yankee Stadium it would have been different. It seemed kind of flat. No, is it just me? It, it didn't seem like it had a lot of pomp and circumstance outside of his teammates greeting him when he passed home plate. It just seemed kind of like he went into the dugout, and that was it. We know he got taken out of the game, but I I expected a little bit more. But maybe, what do I know? Oh, well, Shep is he's doing work. Well, hold on. Who the hell is this guy? We got a guy on the line. His name is uh, Ty. He's calling from Boise, Idaho. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Ty? Hey, JR, I just didn't want you to be without the info, man. But uh, Zach Gelb was talking about it as a guy that caught the ball. His name was Humans. Uh, his last name was Humans. Right. And apparently he's the vice president for Fisher Investments. And uh, I don't think he's going to be, you know, hurting for the money if he ends up, like, giving the ball back. Or, but, you know, well, why would he? Well, I mean,. I'm sure Judge wants the ball, but yeah. But if you work in it, if you are an investment banker, then you understand that the ball is an investment. There's a reason that you're in left field to catch the ball, and yeah, he sure. might not be hurting for money. But uh, you turning down a million dollars? I mean, if I've got plenty of it, you know. Uh, oh maybe. come on! <laughs> no, but if if it is your job to turn money into money and a million dollars falls into your lap and you go, oh, well, this is free money that I could turn into more money, that's, that's his job. Yeah. Man, is, he's not a humanitarian. The guy flips money. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, all due time. Well, listen, Ty, if you go ahead and find him and steal the baseball, okay? <laughs> Duly noted. All right. Thank you so much, Ty, for calling from Boise. Yeah, I mean, all, all the stories about the guy who caught the ball, they all come out, and I don't give a damn who caught the ball. Not me personally. I, I, what do I care for? I didn't catch it. I'm not the type of guy that would go out there and stand in left field and go, oh, my God, I I hope I'm one of the – how many people are in the outfield? A couple thousand people to catch a ball. What do I care for? I'm glad that that guy that – Zach Hample is his name? I'm glad that guy didn't catch the ball. He seems like a baseball jerk. But good for Aaron Judge, though. I'm still over the moon. Like, I, I'll say this. I don't care about none of these athletes. Just from a professional athlete, you're an athlete, my favorite player type thing. But I am absolutely thrilled to have seen 
what he's done this year. We started off the whole season on Aaron Judge talking about whether or not it was a smart idea, a smart investment for him to go forward and decline a $200-plus million contract from the Yankees. The Yankees tried to paint him in a bad light. We offered him this much money, and he said no. Aaron Judge said, it's okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate the fact that they put the details out there, but that's, that's their job. I'm going to go play. He didn't complain. He didn't whine. He didn't moan. He didn't ask for a trade. He didn't say, move me. This man went out there and had, and this is not an exaggeration, he had one of the best seasons. He is having one of the best seasons of any major league baseball player ever. This man just hit the mark. He just set the record for most home runs in the American League. It's been a record that has stood for 61 years. Most of us don't even remember 61. Yeah, maybe you do, listeners. There's a few of you who do. Most of us do not remember 61. And if you do, maybe maybe you were 10 years old, maybe. It's amazing what he's done. It's nice to see. It's nice to know that he is going to cash out. He is going to cash out big. He's the type of baseball player I'd look at and go, oh, yeah, he deserves it. He's the type of guy that I look at and go, oh, well, I can actually root for a baseball player making money. I can look at an athlete and go, oh, they're going to give him, I don't know, 350, 380, whatever the hell they give him, give him the money. The Yankees got it. Yankees are worth about $8 billion, one of the most valuable sports franchises on earth. The Yankees are built on legacy. The Yankees are built on on championships. They're built on selling tradition. Well, right now in 2022, there's going to be folks 50 and 61 years from now talking about Aaron Judge. Is there going to be more to his legacy? I mean, he's a Yankee, right? He's going to look real odd in another uniform after he does all of this in a Yankee uniform. The Yankees are not stupid. They don't want this guy leaving. They don't want him hitting 62 home runs in a Yankees uniform and and joining the San Francisco Giants. And let's be real, why would Judge even do that? He's talked openly about wanting to stay with the Yankees and for his own financial benefit on and off the field, It's probably in his best interest to stay a Yankee. New York Met fans can fantasize about Steve Cohen offering him more money. You don't think Aaron Judge knows it's a downgrade professionally to go from a New York Yankees hat to a New York Mets one? This is a symbiotic relationship. This is a mutually beneficial relationship. The Yankees are better off in the future with Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge is better off in the future with the New York Yankees. And he put one hell of a stamp 
on his season, on his contract year, 62 home runs. The man is percentage points behind and batting average to potentially win the Triple Crown. That's unlikely to happen right now. The Minnesota Twins, they got their guy, Arias. He's just sitting there right now. They're not even playing him, so he can basically hold on to the, the average award. But there is no taking away from what Aaron Judge has done this year. And who knows? Baseball will change. The game will change. I feel like I watched Barry Bonds yesterday. That was 20 years ago, just about 20 years ago. We had to wait this long to see Judge. Am I expecting him to come back next year and give us 70? Hell, what do I know? Maybe he will. When Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, when they were out there cheating, they were like, hey, here's 63, here's 64, here's 66, here's 70. And Aaron Judge looks like a complete. Now, he doesn't look like a complete. He is a complete baseball player. And so there was real worry heading into tonight's game that Aaron Judge will be stuck at 61. And what an awful way to go into the playoffs. What an awful way to go into the offseason knowing that he tied the guy. Nobody wants to see that. Records are made to be broken. Give us, I don't know, five, six, seven months. LeBron James is going to have more points than anyone in NBA history. Knock on wood. Records are made to be broken. And congratulations to Aaron Judge. He didn't just tie a record. He had to sit on the record. He had to sit tied for an entire week. And tonight, he goes out there in his first at-bat, and he breaks it. There has not been a human being in the American League who has ever hit more home runs than Aaron Judge in a season. That's a hell of a way to go out. That's a hell of a way to put a stamp on a contract year. And I can't think of a better human person, representative, to do so than Aaron Judge. There's going to be some folks who run around and say, oh, well, we don't know if he was using steroids or not. You're correct. You don't know what Aaron Judge had for breakfast, and Aaron Judge doesn't know who the hell you are. And so until we have evidence of anything, of which there isn't any, find me a drug test, find me a problem, For me, he's not only the American League home run king. Aaron Judge is the Major League Baseball home run king at number 62. Good for him. Congratulations. Maybe a little bittersweet right now. It's the bottom of the seventh inning. The New York Yankees, they're losing to the Rangers 3-2. Aaron Judge... A well-deserved rest of the night off after he's made history. I appreciate it. I love it. And in a few months, we'll see if the Yankees can win a World Series. Eh, Maybe not. And then we're going to see how much the Yankees are going to have to pay him. Congratulations, Aaron Judge. Number 62. 
more home runs than anyone ever in the American League. We are just getting warmed up. We are just getting started. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You want to give me a holler, you know how to do it. 855-212-4CBS. You can find me. I'm online. It's at JR Sport Brief. More Judge, NFL, NBA. We got you covered here. I'm going to a break. Hit me up. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You heard the number. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, as we continue to go through the show, we're going to talk about this unfortunate news with Tom Brady. This man's business is plastered. Just everywhere. Why not? Because he's Tom Brady. He's married to one of the most famous supermodels on earth. But it appears that their relationship is likely splitsville. It's been rumored for months now. And, you know, is this going to affect Tom Brady out on the field? Uh, We'll we'll talk about that. Uh, Last night, Monday Night Football, we saw the 49ers beat the Rams. Matthew Stafford, this man was driven into the ground seven times is he pretty much reached the apex of his career, knowing that they won the Super Bowl months ago. Bobby Wagner decided to, uh, you know, send a fan to his own personal apex. And Luka Doncic, NBA executives have pinpointed him as being the front runner, or the early favorite, I should say, to win the NBA's MVP award. And then Russell Westbrook, Uh, He's still a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. So we got a lot to do, a lot to discuss. Obviously, tonight, Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs. No one has ever hit more home runs in the American League than Aaron Judge. Uh, He opened up the game leading off with a home run. The Yankees only have one more game after this being tomorrow. And right now in the top of the eighth, the Texas Rangers lead three to two. Aaron Judge was immediately pulled from the game after his... uh, Record-setting home run. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go up to Toronto, Canada, and talk to Alan. Alan, you're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up? I'm old enough to remember 1961 and Maris hitting 61 home runs in uh, in that year. And do you know that Roger was never intentionally walked once in that entire year? They had to pitch to him because Mickey Mantle a switch hitter, power hitter, hit for average, was in the on-deck circle. So this guy was, people were scared to death to face Mantle. So it's, uh, you know, he had a lot of, uh, he, he had a lot going for him. Also, another thing, too, Aaron Judge is a right-hand hitter, and uh, it's a right-hand hitter's graveyard, Yankee Stadium. You know, it's 399 feet to left center field. If you hit it down the line, if you're a dead pull hitter, you, you're going to get a lot. But he's not exactly a dead pull hitter. And there weren't that many home runs that he hit to the opposite field either. So it's, uh, you know, hats off to Aaron because he's a right-hand hitter. 
and uh, Roos and Maris were left-hand haters. They had a short porch, so it's uh, it's that, that's even more amazing. And I'm glad that they took away the asterisk uh, because I still remember home run number 60 and 61. They were just afterthoughts because he didn't do it in 154 games. They, they had an expansion to 162 games, and Ford Frick put an, an asterisk to it. So I'm glad that uh, Faye Vincent removed that asterisk because it, it should be removed, you know, because uh, he, he removed it in 91, and it should, it should have been removed. But, uh, again, hats off to Aaron because he's a right-hand hitter in, in Yankee Stadium. If, well, if, he ever, if he ever moves to Citizens Bank Park or Fenway Park, he'll break Barry Bond's record, no doubt about it, because those guys, those well, uh, when you are six, when you And thank you, Alan, for calling from Toronto. When you are six foot seven, 280 pounds, yeah, yeah left field may not be 318 uh, feet down the line, like at Yankee Stadium, Aaron Judge ain't hitting no he ain't hitting no cheap home runs. This man makes contact, and the ball goes. It goes a long way. And you are correct. Yeah, if he played at Fenway, the ball would be over the fence, over the monster, over the fence, over the monster. Uh, no concerns. He's abusive. He's a bad man. New York Yankees putting a man on base, uh, trying to walk away with a victory. It's still hard for me to even understand and believe that this is the final night, or let me correct myself, tomorrow is the final night of the regular season. On Friday, all of the wild card teams, the ones that like didn't win the division, they're going to be in action. And speaking of wild card teams, this just happened momentarily. The Atlanta Braves. They have officially won the National League East for the fifth straight season. Since June 1st, the Braves have the best record in Major League Baseball at 78-33. and 33. The New York Mets, unfortunately, at one point in time, they had a 10-and-a-half lead, 10-and-a-half game lead in the National League East. Tonight, despite a victory over the Nationals, the Mets win 4-2. Uh, after that weekend sweep where the Braves beat them, the magic number was down to one for the Braves. They beat the Marlins tonight in Miami. The final score there, two to one. A matter of fact, take a listen right now. This is the final call from the Braves radio network. 2-2. Two, two. In the air to right field. Ronald Acuna back. Ronald is under it. The Braves have won it again for the fifth year champions of the National League East. What a team. Yeah, yeah, what a team. I mean, the the Braves are hot. The Braves have been able to to, to bring up some young hitters throughout the course of the season earlier on. Uh, We saw Michael Harris come up and now patrolling center field. Uh, The Braves have the bats. They have some experience with the pitching staff. Once again, uh, uh, different pieces, but the bullpen is there. And speaking of different pieces, oh, my God. Shout-outs to my guy. Sal Licata hosts overnights uh, for WFAN in New York City. And, and even, even uh, he has players coming for him. Tyler Matzek is over here saying now the National League East is over, you know, taking no issue with calling out uh, Sal Licata's prediction from earlier this season where I believe Sal said that the Mets were going to win the National League East. And Sal was not shy tonight and even uh, – saying to himself that he hates the Mets. 
He's a Mets fan. I guess this is one of those uh, abusive relationships. And so uh, the New York Mets, despite having DeGrom, despite having Scherzer, they have a multitude of injuries in their lineup. Stalling Marte dealing with a finger. Uh, They were able to make some trades, but nobody's had that impact to kind of keep them afloat, keep them above. And so the New York Mets, no, no National League East. They're going to have to start this weekend hosting three consecutive games just to get to the divisional round. And after the divisional round, yeah, good luck. It's not going to be easy, especially if you have to start off potentially against those Dodgers. Wild world, wild things. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tom is calling from Myrtle Beach. Hey, Tom, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I'm, uh, as I'm wondering, by the way, I think that the Mets are better off losing tonight so they don't waste a pitcher tomorrow. But anyway. Oh, DeGrom. Um, sure. The, okay. Okay. Yes, sir. But anyway, right. I'm wondering with Tua and these concussions, are we far away from getting to a point in football where specifically a quarterback in the pocket, it's no longer tackle him. It's some other way of ending the play. And I know that sounds like, well, that's not football, but look what they've done with the kickoff. There's been all kind of rule changes about how, how people can and cannot block. And, you know, so, I mean, this, but do you think, I'm 64 years old, if I live another 10, 20 years, am I going to see in professional football get to a point where the most invested part of the team is protected that you can't tackle him? when he's in the pocket. I think when they start running, it's not as dangerous. But anyway, I would like to hear what you have to say about that. Okay. Well, thank you, Tom, for crawling uh, up from Myrtle Beach. You know what I'm going to do? That's a that's a very interesting question. And and we know that Tua Tonga-Valoa has been ruled out for the Dolphins' next game against the New York Jets. Are we going to reach a point where quarterbacks, is, I guess like practice or preseason, don't touch them? The man is wearing a red cap. He has the red beanie on his helmet. Do not touch him. Are we going to reach that point? I'm going to answer that question on the other side of the break. And and speaking of quarterbacks in the NFL, we do have a quarterback. It's official. He's going to start and take over for a guy, or at least the Steeler fans hope that He's used to taking a beating. The phone lines are still open. If you want to give me a holler, that's 855-2124-CBS. I'm going to answer that question about the quarterback play in the NFL and how they're protected. And I'm even seeing some tweets here. You can at me, at JR Sport Brief. I want to answer one of these questions about Judge and Otani and the MVP, a very introspective question from Brian P. Baldwin Jr. on Twitter. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You know, my daughter listens to you every night. She's got a radio next to the bed. I don't get to listen to you often, but I'll tell you what, when I hear it, you're a gentleman. You never cut anyone off. You never back down. You're an excellent sports jock. I'm going to tell you that right now. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Oh, you think I'm a gentleman. That's nice. I appreciate that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. Yes, we have talked about Aaron Judge. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of conversation throughout the night about this man. Uh, super producer and host uh, Dave Shepard, he brought to my attention a tweet that was shared by Jeff Passan of uh, ESPN about Aaron Judge's accomplishments, and, and we'll talk about that uh, as the show goes on. Right before we went to break and right before we went to Marco Belletti for a news update, we did get a caller in. And he told me about the New York Mets, who obviously they blew the National League East. Uh, Tonight, the Atlanta Braves have walked away with that championship. So none of that uh, wild card nonsense for them. The New York Mets will have to go into a three-game series. It's just a matter of who they take on. But our caller also brought to my attention that, yes, uh, Tua Tagovailoa has been kind of knocked out. Uh, my understanding is that if it has not happened already, that Tua Tagovailoa will speak with investigators from the NFL about what took place when his head was evaluated. We know that they fired the independent neurologist who was tasked with seeing whether or not Tua was capable of playing football. He passed the test. Everybody said it was a back injury. And here we are. And so our caller basically said, hey, do you think over the next bunch of years, let's say 10 years, that you're going to be able able to even hit the quarterback? And I think we've seen the rule changes in the NFL take place already. We've seen the game change. We've seen kickoffs. They don't exist. We've seen passing. It's increased. The NFL is trying to move towards a more offensive style, just go out there and get its style of play, and I think we'll see more of that. Do I think it's going to happen? The quarterback question specifically. Do I think we'll be there in the next, I don't know, 10 years? No. But will we ultimately get to a place where the quarterback can only be hit like it's two-hand touch? Possibly. I I wouldn't discount that. I think if I have to put on my magic, no, it's not a magic cap. That's stupid. Hey, Shep, what do people who predict the future, what do they use? A crystal ball, right? A crystal ball, and they're also known as Notre Dame's. Yeah, yeah. And crystal, I'm not none of that. I'm not none of that crap. I don't got no crystal ball. I can't predict the future. I'm not a scamming ass person like Miss Cleo. I don't know any of that. But I can tell you this. If I have to think about the future of football, if I had to put on my my cap, my future cap, and I had to go, okay, what does football look like 50 years from now? You might not be able to touch the quarterback. That might be 25 years. Maybe you can't tackle him. Maybe you can only push him down. I think that's a realistic possibility. And uh, football is going to continue to evolve. The game is going to continue to change because I think most people now understand this. It's not just you play and now your knees hurt or your ankles hurt or you break a bone. I think people understand the, 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 just what can happen to you cognitively by playing a game, especially if you do it professionally for your entire life. It is 
ridiculous. 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of a quarterback, he better get used to getting hit. It was officially announced today that Kenny Pickett is the new starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers got beat by the Jets. Yes, the Jets won a football game. They beat the Steelers. The final score, 24-20. to The Steelers were down 10-6 to at halftime. They said, Mitch Trubisky, have a seat. Mike Tomlin told Kenny Pickett, go start the second half. And although Kenny threw three interceptions, he still provided a little bit of a spark with two rushing touchdowns. He provided the dexterity and the spark that they wanted when they selected and drafted this man at number 20 overall in 2022. Mike Tomlin, always great and wonderful to listen to. Mike Tomlin explained why Mitch Trubisky is finding the bench. Obviously, um, Mitch's performance was a component of the decision, but not the only component of the decision. And I just want to be really clear there. Um, Oftentimes, the quarterback position gets too much credit, too much blame. Um, We haven't moved the ball fluidly enough to our liking. Um, We hadn't put enough points on the board. The quarterback is a component of that, but but not the only component. We've all got to absorb um, the responsibility that comes with what we are what we haven't done, particularly in that phase, including myself and started with myself. And so um, when you make a quarterback change, you, you're really sensitive uh, to that component of it because I don't want to dump the responsibility of what transpired at, at Mitch's feet. That's not fair to him. He's played better than that description, uh, but we haven't. And so in an effort to be better, in an effort to score more points, in an effort to move the ball more fluidly, we decided to go to Kenny in, in the hopes that he would provide a spark for us. Um, you know, we felt that um, um, not only in terms of our ability to move the ball, but just in terms of energy. And so hopefully um, that's a catalyst for us as we try to move forward and change the outcome of some of these games, man. Well, damn, that was a long way to say the whole team sucks and we just changing the quarterback. Don't just blame him. You've got to justify one and three somehow, JR. <laughs> I mean, that was a long statement to say what I just said, Shep. Like, what are we – I get it. Oh, the quarterback is – come on, man. This Mike Tomlin being a good coach and providing cover for his own guys, we know the quarterback is the most important position on the field. If you don't got a quarterback, you don't have a damn thing. And the fact is, they don't have one right now. Mitch Trubisky is not that guy. They hope that Kenny Pickett can evolve and eventually become that guy. Uh, He has a lot of room to grow. He hasn't started a game in the NFL yet. This is going to be his first start. I mean, for a lot of people, the first time can be pretty tricky. So we have to see what Kenny Pickett can do throughout the remainder of this season. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ramon. He's calling from Indianapolis. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Ramon? Well, thank you, JR. Good, good uh, evening and good night to you. And I'm glad to hear that was a, that was a great. My time to give some of the the most uh, best, I would say, most spirited quotes you can get. I, I'll say, being a, a uh, from the Chicago area, we all knew Trubisky couldn't do anything. Uh, just like Trey Lance, the man played barely one year of college. He didn't have any experience. I didn't. I think Nagy didn't help him much, but. It's like with Trey Lance, you, you got to get some games in your belt, I think, in college. And the fact that he didn't have enough 
and Trey Lance, it shows. I think Trey Lance barely had a year. It shows. That's why you see Garoppolo muscle that game out last night, uh, going with pushing the quarterbacks. If they get to doing that, like the gentleman called and said, they will lose half the viewing audience. No one is going to watch flag football, basically what you're going to go to. Then you may have to complain some other players with the Players Association and the union because it's a lot of guys got some nice contracts. You know, you're going to protect them, but Aaron Donald's getting $28, $30 million too. You know, so that's that's a lot of money too. So, uh, you know, you, you, to me, if you if you get rid of a lot of that equipment – maybe uh, uh, teach tackling and, and really teach good coaching, then maybe we can get rid of this. Uh, a tool was sitting back there forever. He was waiting on Hill to uncover. He didn't. He didn't feel the pressure. He was back there five, six seconds. you got to get rid of that ball. So maybe some better coaching and some better playing from the, the, the players wow. and the, it's, be happy. It's easier, I think, in the, in the long term, in the interest of safety, it's always easier to go ahead and adjust and, and, and change the rules. I mean, that's that's what we've seen in the past. I think that's what we'll see more of, and we got to stay tuned on that. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's go to Buffalo, New York, and talk to Kevin. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Kev? First off, first off I'll take let's go, Bills. Uh, well, what I'm actually calling about with the Tua situation is at the end of the day with this investigation, I truly do feel that sooner or later McDaniels is going to end up one of the few people that are going to be fired. Damn. The reason, I, the reason I say that is this. As the coach, head coach of any sport, when you see one of your players drop like a fly or wobble or what, you know, whatever you want to call it, he did yeah. against Buffalo. Now, I, I don't agree with what happened in Buffalo. But when you see that and your player leaves the field, you have to have the common sense to know, hey, that didn't look right. I cannot let this guy back on the field. Not just because, not be, you know, not simply because you think it's a concussion or you don't, but the simple fact that one more hit, and it can be a lot worse than just a severe injury. Yeah, no, I understand that, Kevin. Uh, I'd be a little shocked or surprised if that takes place. I understand your reasoning there. They're not going to exacerbate the situation. They're not going to make it worse than what it already is by now. Getting rid of the rookie coach who doesn't go through a season or maybe the full season and it's his fault he was out there. It's the doctors, man. Mike McDaniel, he's he's laid his behind on the line, and he said, listen, the doctor said it. What more do you want from me? If the doctors say he's okay to play, then what do you want from me? I, we can all go by the eye test and what the eye test tells me, what the eye test tells you. We saw him out there. We saw him fall. We saw him wobble. We saw him get up. Mike McDaniel said, that's not my job. Look at him. He said that he can play, and that's what he's going to go out there and do. Sean is calling from Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. You know, I think you're right. It's the doctors. And it's just a bad look. It's just a coincidence. It's really bad that uh, two weeks in a row that happened to him. And uh, it was on a, a night game where everybody, everyone in America was watching. Yeah. I think, I think you know. And uh, I want to just touch on Mike Tomlin. You know, I'm a Steelers fan. You know, when he comes off, is barely spitting it out. He don't talk like Tony Dungy. 
you know, he's like this angry guy. And I don't even see him smiling a lot. He barely spits out his words sometimes. I mean, I'm all behind coach. I like him, but he needs to calm down once in a while a little bit. Oh, Mike. I mean, what if Mike Tomlin has had nothing but success in the NFL? What, what, what do we want him to calm down for? What do we want to do? He can calm down. Bill Belichick can brighten up. Uh, you know, uh, Pete Carroll can have less caffeine. What are, what are we doing here? It's not like Mike Tomlin is beating people up. This man just talks. He talks aggressively. He gets to the point. He coaches his players. He goes home. And his son plays uh, Columbia football in New York. Good for him. Beautiful thing. What time is it? Oh, I got to shut up for a minute. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We will continue to talk Aaron Judge. I will continue to take your phone calls. Speaking of quarterbacks being slammed into the ground, Matthew Stafford is very familiar as he was sacked seven times last night. Not looking all that good for the Rams right now and uh, – Speaking of not looking good, man, the news in in Tom Brady world just absolutely looks horrible. We'll talk Stafford. We'll talk Brady. We'll talk Judge. Damn it. NBA preseason is on. We'll talk all of that, and I'll talk to you. You want to hit me in the break? It's at JR Sport Brief. You want to talk to me here? 855-212-4CBS. We're going to talk more quarterbacks and get to your calls on the other side of the break. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. 